Hello and welcome Above the Plane. This is Jake Lawrence, your host. Uh, today's episode, I want to take the time to touch on an event that I ran um, a few days ago called the Silver State 50K in Reno, Nevada. Um, and there's a few takeaways from this event and just maybe the, some of the emotions and energy and thoughts that were, were processed and then based on some of the feedback that my body gave me and, and you know some of the anticipation that went into um, this event and some of the elements that made it maybe a little bit more unpredictable than others I've done or maybe stressful in a, in a different way. So this race is the first ultra that I've um, attempted since July of 2021. And that race, you know, looking at the result went really well. Got the win and a decent time, um, but my body was trashed. I had a broken foot, I had um, inflamed joints and big toes, and nonetheless, I couldn't really run for the next four months or so. Um, so it was it was harsh. It was kind of a devastating thing. And then um, some of those things lingered through last the summer of 2022, and then um, which. Um, you know, caused caused me to have a different relationship with running and movement in general. Um, and that's, you know, not something anybody ever predicts is going to happen or you know exactly, you know, what what's going to cause it so you can avoid it. So you know, it arrives at its own accord. Um, yeah. And, you know, subsequently we have to deal with the ramifications from that. Nonetheless, this winter of 2022-23 went pretty decently for running. Everything was very short, relatively. Um, the length of the training runs never got over 15 miles. My longest run was 15. Um, there were some hard, harder, shorter efforts. You know, I had one 11-miler with 3,000 feet of climbing, with a lot of hiking through snow. Um, mainly, I would say I'd blame some of the lack of training on just life circumstances, but also obviously the heavy snow in the winter, um, keeping a lot of the trails closed uh, or impassable to running. Nonetheless, I thought it would be worthwhile to do this event, okay? even with less than optimal training and you know I'm glad I did there's a few things that I'll, I'll highlight that um, went through that kind of well a few things I'll highlight from the experience that I had it was tough to go uphill right and this race started uphill with a lot of climbing reaching the high point of the course at about mile 12 with that point would be reached uh, twice, but the first time you're essentially climbing, sometimes gradually, sometimes fairly steep, uh, the entire, those entire two hours. It took me about an hour and 56 minutes to get up there, um, which wasn't a bad time, uh, but also that also meant that I was, you know, given a fairly steady effort the whole way. Now, I didn't wear a watch during this race, uh, GPS watch or, or any watch otherwise. I didn't want the feedback um, 
from the event, you know, from each. I didn't want to know my pace. I didn't really want to know if the miles were coming slow or if I was going too fast. Um, I didn't want to have to process that stuff. Now, I will tell you, I did process it mentally. I tried to guess, you know, because your mind does focus on data. Um, it's just the way I think running culture can be now based on uh, how much we know about distance and time and um, you know the more experience you have the more the more you uh, can correlate those things anyhow the climb was steady I was working hard I mean I was breathing I bet my heart rate was pretty high the entire time but in my head I'm like I really can't go much slower I don't think it's going to help me any you know so there was a there was self-talk and negotiation going on um, as I was doing this long climb, you know, because there's an unknown. Like, is this going to um, make the rest of my race unpleasant, um, you know, almost like a suffer fest, so to speak? And that's, again, that's just going to be an unknown. And, and I believe that um, based on my experience, I had to tell myself that, okay, you've had trouble going uphill earlier this year. You know, your fitness is not quite there or there's something, you know, physiologically not not right um, in my system and that I shouldn't take this as anything other than just feedback. You know, it's not like sometimes your body will give you warnings like your stomach will feel queasy or nauseous when you've had too much sugar, you know, when you're running, too many gels, too much uh, energy drink, um, carbohydrate drink, whatever. Um, or it'll tell you when, you know, you're going to start, you'll get these twinges of cramping. And for me, that's a, that's a sign to, to take a, um, an S-cap, which is like an electrolyte capsule. Um, so there's reminders and things that come that are saying, okay, need to respond to this. Um, find a solution for this, right? And if you ignore those things, they become big problems that, are, that take more effort and more resources to solve on the run. Anyhow, the first couple hours are done, and, and it goes into kind of a, a, a long descent into a kind of a interesting loop, not loop, but interesting like traverse. And then you climb, you begin the, the long climb back up to that aid station, the high point of the course. So you get up high, you do this uh, drop. Um, I would say, I mean, I say long, but it's not nearly as long as the first climb. And then uh, you climb back up. Um, on the climb back up, it's on much, uh, rougher surface terrain than the initial climb. So the first zero to 12 miles, all that's very runnable. Um, this, it is runnable as well, but it, lended, it lent itself to, to more of a power hike, like a hard hike, um, change, of, change of muscles, change of, you know, of um, exertion. And so that's what I did. I hiked most of it. I ran a few parts of it, um, got to the, back up to that aid station was kind of in and out pretty quick um, and there's when my legs gave me a, like a little feedback of like twinging like cramping like okay going downhill because all of a sudden now you're running downhill so you're running faster 
longer stride, um, using different muscles. Now you're braking instead of pulling, right? Instead of flexing and pulling, you're kind of stopping your um, your your momentum as you as you go down that hill, you know. And that was that meant okay, a little more hydration, maybe some salt, but also staying on top of calories, eating a gel. Um, and seeing how the body responded to that. And surprisingly, the last 12 miles of this event felt long, you know, even though it was mostly downhill. Like, I think it was the heat, got up really warm, you know, in the 90s, and that was something I hadn't experienced. There was no shade on course, which I knew going into it, but that takes its toll, you know, when three hours becomes four and you're starting to approach five, of pretty steady effort, you know, movement-wise, um, without being able to push real hard. That's one caveat I'll talk about, is uh, when you're not as fit as you normally would be to do these events. So usually there's a block of training, um, there's some tapering, and then there's a race. When that block really doesn't happen, or you just are going from running to like finishing an event, you don't have that extra gear, and you really can't find it. Okay, you could haphazardly push yourself um, on some of these downhills, and I maybe could have went 10 minutes, 15 minutes faster in the overall event. But the damage done from that, whether it's your feet, your knees, just your your system and your body as a whole, isn't worth it at this point in the season. You know, it being May. So these factors go into it, go into an event like this, and. I think what the takeaway for anybody who's exploring, you know, something endurance-wise or maybe um, some sort of a challenge and unknown, you know, um, is that, you know, have, understand your baseline, okay? Understand where you're at in your fitness. Right, have you been consistent at least? You know, do you show up? Are you doing some strength training, okay? Are you running consistently or at least, you know, enough so your body's kind of adapting to that specific motion, right? Are you practicing some of the elements of the course? You know, it's got a lot of hiking, a lot of uphill. Are you getting on a treadmill at least and walking uphill for a certain portion? You know, just so none of the stimuli, um, or at least as, as few as possible, are new to you on that event day. Okay, so practice, even if it's just a few times, it gives you confidence, right? And so understanding where you want to go, what you want to do, or what is, and then what's required to do that thing allows you to implement that in your preparation, okay? And then all you really have to manage is effort, effort, attitude, um, and then having realistic or even modest expectations you know for your performance and that's just a short takeaway based on that event um you know i think the big thing was is when i finished uh being really hot and sore you know my muscles were sore i would say the biggest limiter from this event um was just my legs hadn't absorb the training which they normally would have before something like this and so they were sore you know my quads um, 
pretty much all the muscles in my legs were sore, right? Even my shoulders from the arm swing and just from the, the constant effort of going up and downhill, you know, it just, it takes its toll and adds up. So these things are just part of, part of using the body, you know, and you can't, you have to understand that there is, you're going to pay in some way, you know, you're super fit, you're going to push really hard, and you're going to pay from that being able to push hard, right? If you're moderately fit, um, or even, you know, maybe at a lower end of your own fitness, you're going to pay for that, just not having prepped muscles, okay? Even though you didn't push as hard, and maybe um, cardiovascularly, um, your lungs, um, just in general effort-wise, it was manageable, right? There was no grit, grit, there was no excess effort. You're gonna pay from whatever body you brought into that event on that day. And so you gotta have the experience to, to, have, to receive any feedback. You know, and sometimes that experience is long. Sometimes it's intense and short. You know, sometimes it's in an, in an environment you're not used to. Sometimes it's humid and hot. Sometimes it's cold. And the ground is slippery, icy. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's um, dry and hot, a lot of sun, you know. Being able to problem solve, being, having some experience, um, managing those, any of those elements, you know, and understanding that this is a process of management is key. No matter what you do, if you understand how to keep that thing going, you know, it's like when you're driving your car long distance, you got to keep fuel in it, right? Okay, you got to manage your, your pace, you know, to be efficient in that vehicle. You've got to rest to be an attentive driver. You know, you've got to stop and use the restroom. You got to hydrate, you got to eat. There's just things you have to do to keep that momentum and movement going. And that, you know, that's life right there. That's it, it's, it's a process. Um, and it's an active process. You know, what comes of it is, is an outcome when you decide to, to push your energy in that a specific direction, you know. Um, but don't be discouraged if your preparation isn't perfect. Just make sure you make some notes and understand what you're getting yourself into. Um, jot down some solutions. And then, uh, yeah, implement and go from there. And enjoy the journey because it's going to unfold in, in some unpredictable ways. Always does.